I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach, here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode. I want to share something with you today that came up for me in a session with one of my one-on-one coaching clients. And if you don't know this about me already, in addition to creating this podcast, in addition to the stuff that I share um, over on Instagram for free, I also work with folks one-on-one individually as a self-worth coach. And so we work on basically anybody who anybody who comes to me is working on something under the umbrella of self-worth. And so that can look like self-worth at work. That can look like self-worth in, you know, personal relationships and romantic relationships. It can look like kind of all of the above, right? But self-worth in any context, I work with folks on that. And so I have one client who particularly at work is really noticing that She has the tendency to apologize when she doesn't really need to apologize. Or she's recognizing, right, she's aware of the fact that her instinct, her impulse is to apologize. uh, And that that's something that's coming up for her. She noticed that. And she asked me if I had any tips on how to curb that, right? How to, you know, basically not do that. I think what she said was, is there something else that I could say? And I said... You know, it could be interesting to try instead of saying that you're sorry for something, seeing if that's a moment instead for you to say thank you. She said, well, what do you mean? And I said, you know, if you're saying where you might say, you know, sorry, I'm getting back to you so late because you're and that's a common thing for her, right? Is feeling like she's taking a while to respond to an email. Instead of saying, sorry, I'm getting back to you so late, you could simply switch that to thank you for your patience, right? Identifying those moments where you know, you're asking yourself, is an apology really warranted here, right? Or is it something where I could instead say thank you and express gratitude? And she was excited by this. She said she's going to take it and try it. And so that's her homework for the week. Hopefully she has found positive results with that. But after that conversation, I thought, you know, that's a good nugget. And I will share that with my friends on Instagram. So I posted about it And I, you know, got a lot of messages from folks saying, oh, this is great. Or, you know, this is something that I've been doing for the last year or so. Um, You know, I'm far from the first person to ever suggest this, right? Like it's something that I learned a few years ago as a tip that I read somewhere and found it to be really helpful in my life. And so that's how I learned it in the first place was consuming it from someone else sharing it with me. And so, you know, I shared about it and it really left me thinking, that's something that you know, replacing sorry with thank you is something that I think we we can really think of as sort of like replacing something that feels habitual, right, with a new habit, right? So we notice that we're compulsively saying I'm sorry. I have so many clients who are these sort of compulsive over-apologizers. Um, I say that as as one or as somebody who's, you know, an active recovery from being one, right? And so you know, you find yourself apologizing for shit that there's there's no reason for you to apologize for, right? But it just is kind of the natural thing that comes out. It's a habit. And so 
we can break that habit by sort of working to replace it with something else. In this case, replacing it with thank you. And I think that's great. But I think something I've been thinking about since I shared this and something that I think goes even deeper is that it's not just about sort of like the behavioral habit of repeatedly apologizing. There's something really interesting here about the mindset that being an over-apologizer or defaulting to sorry really represents. And what I mean by that is that really, if you think about it, if your first instinct in response to, you know, taking up someone's time or, you know, requiring someone's attention or needing help, right, is to apologize, what does that say about what you think about yourself and your presence, right? What does that say about how you feel about yourself and who you are? I would argue that the reason that we over-apologize, the reason that we default to sorry, the reason that our first instinct when someone spends time on us or creates space for us, right, witnesses us in difficult emotion is to apologize, is a sort of baseline belief that our presence, our needs, our, you know, requirement of energy from others are inconvenient. That we are an inconvenience, right? That our existence is a burden. And so naturally, if you have this sort of baseline assumption belief that your existence is a burden on other people, that you are inconveniencing other people simply by existing, then of course, you are going to move through the world constantly apologizing. Of course you are. And so let's use a tangible example just to make this really concrete and really sticky. Um, And I will use myself here as the example, share from my own experience. So as you might know, I am a parent. Uh, My wife and I are parents. And we approach parenting very much as a team effort. That's something that's really important to us, that we feel like the way we parent is equitable, that we share responsibilities, we share roles, all of that. And so for me, as somebody who very much has been marinated in this idea that I just named, right, this idea that my needs are burdensome, are an inconvenience, you know, I am somebody who is an introvert, right? I, and I love interacting with humans, all of those things, but like ultimately at the end of the day, when it comes to where I draw energy, how I recharge, it is being alone. And That can be tough when I live in a New York City-sized apartment with, you know, another adult, my wife, and with two small children. And so I need my alone time. And that is something that, you know, over time I've become more and more assertive about getting. And my wife is super supportive of and creates space for me to do that. But still, in those moments when I get some alone time, whether it's to you know, go on a walk by myself. Yesterday I went and I sat at a coffee shop and I read for like a couple of hours, right? Just to have that alone time. And I still struggle with feelings of guilt that come up around that, right? And there are a million layers to that. There's like the mom guilt. There's the, you know, feeling like I have needs and that requires me to be away from other people, guilt, all of that. But when I come home from that, from getting that time to be alone, that time that is so precious to me and so meaningful to me, I come home and I have an impulse to apologize to my wife for that time, for taking that time to say, sorry, I was away for so long. And, you know, yesterday I was away long, even longer because I 
then met up with a friend and got to spend some time at the end of my alone time with a friend of mine who's very dear to me. One of those types of friends who you spend time with and it doesn't feel like it's energy draining because they're a person that you're so comfortable with that it still, it still gives the recharge of being alone, if that makes sense. And so, you know, I was out a little longer than I thought I would be. I came home and I noticed this come up in myself, which is what got this stirring, right? Is I feel this impulse to apologize. And I think about why that is, right? And it's, it's a feeling when I want to apologize, it's a feeling that the time I just took, that whatever I just did was an inconvenience to the other person. And in that moment, I stopped and I thought to myself, okay, if I apologize for this, how is this conversation going to play out, right? I'm, I'm expressing that I feel guilty, I feel badly for having this need to go be by myself, to take time away from the kids, to go do something that is soul nourishing to me so I can be more present and more engaged for the rest of the day, right? I feel some measure of guilt about that. And what do I want to do? I want to apologize. And I play out how that conversation would go. If I apologize to my wife for being away for a while, I guess, being away longer than I thought I might be, you know, making her spend time with the kids, which often if I play this conversation out in my mind, right, Why am I being sorry to my wife for having to spend time with her children, right? Something that she loves and enjoys doing, right? It doesn't make, doesn't make very much sense. It means way more about me than it does about her. She's going to say, it was fine. I just hung out with the kids. It was not a big deal. They literally watched a movie while I was gone. So it was okay. They were okay. But the thing I'm apologizing for is really myself having needs and getting to go fulfill those needs with an activity. And so what I'm doing then by apologizing to her is I'm creating a scenario where now if I believe that I've inconvenienced her, then in addition to inconveniencing her, I am then asking her to make me feel better, right? Because when we apologize to somebody, what is the first thing that people often do? People will rush to kind of be like, oh, no, no, it's okay, right? And sometimes they don't, depending on what it is, right? Sometimes they don't say it's okay, but often they'll say, oh, it's okay. You know, it's it's totally fine. We then add the inconvenience, right, of them having to make us feel better. And, you know, this all exists sort of, again, within this baseline assumption that me having needs must be inconvenient to you. And so the other thing that I think isn't quite as obvious that the shift from I'm sorry to thank you does is that it introduces not just a shift in like the language of what you're saying and in how you're putting that on other people, right? But it introduces a shift in the mindset about yourself. It introduces a shift in the mindset about your relationship to other people. Because instead of reiterating and reinforcing this idea that my needs are a burden to you, what you are communicating is gratitude for the fact that someone else met a need for you. Right. Or the fact that someone else offered you patience, offered you grace, offered you emotional space. Right. Offered you sometimes something tangible. Right. It's it's moving from a place of believing that you are a burden to acknowledging gratitude for the things that other people have to offer you. And so when I shift in that moment from saying I'm sorry to saying thank you. Not only is it just a, you know, 
more pleasant conversation to have to come home and say to my instead of saying to my wife oh my god baby I'm so sorry I was gone and then she says well what do you have to be sorry for like that's silly you know you you went and took time for yourself it's not a big deal and she's having to then do the emotional labor of making me feel better but instead I can say thank you so much for giving me that time that was so meaningful to me that I got to go spend a couple of hours reading a book seeing my friend I feel energized after that I feel so happy to be home now And expressing that offers the comfort that I think many of us are actually trying to get at with the I'm sorry, right? With the apology. Because when we say I'm sorry, right? I think part of what we're trying to do is acknowledge to the other person. We we tell ourselves at least that we're acknowledging to the other person, you know, you did something for me and I'm sorry you had to do that. So there is in that I'm sorry, often intention of acknowledgement, right? Of saying, well, I have to apologize because if I don't apologize, then it seems like I don't care. Whereas if we introduce thank you, if we introduce gratitude, the power of that is so much greater, right? To say, you know, to not apologize, they don't have to do, they don't have to say anything in return necessarily to a thank you like they do to an apology. But expressing the gratitude names the impact that it had on you, right? If I come home and say, I'm sorry, then my wife's response is like, well, shit, did you just feel bad the entire time you were away? Like, I thought I was doing something nice for you and now you're coming home and and you feel bad. Think about all the times that somebody has offered you grace. Somebody has offered you their time, their energy, their kindness, their encouragement, and you've apologized. What that sends the message of to them is like, oh, this person feels badly about themselves in response to what I did. Right. And whether they're consciously receiving it that way or not, that is the message we are sending is like, oh, I was trying to do something nice. And like this person now feels like shit about themselves versus the expression of gratitude, which sends the message of, oh, this kind thing you did for me had the intended effect, right? There's so, and that, you know, especially works in times when somebody did something nice for you. Somebody held emotional space for you, right? Instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry for crying and getting so emotional. Imagine the power and the intimacy it creates. I think we apologize in those moments where we feel like we got deeply emotional, we got really vulnerable, right? It's like, oh my God, sorry for venting to you about this thing or sorry for crying, it's so embarrassing or, you know, sorry for getting so emotional. Which communicates to that person, I regret being vulnerable with you, right? I mean, think about that. And I think a lot of the time, that's not what we mean. I think a lot of the time we're like, oh, fuck, I was just really vulnerable and that's scary. But we're communicating to that person, you know, I'm sorry that I was vulnerable. I regret that I was vulnerable. Versus the power, the incredible power that comes when we say, wow, thank you for holding space for me. Like, thank you for, you know, being nonjudgmental as I shared that with you. Like, I realized I was... I was sharing a lot of personal stuff, but I appreciate that, that you made space for me to talk about that. Thank you for letting me vent because it, it felt good just to talk about it. Right? Expressing that gratitude because that person invest, they did invest emotional energy. But what if instead of viewing that as, oh, that I inconvenienced them, I burdened them. What if we trusted the fact that people get to make decisions about how they use their energy? Right. Other people have free will and autonomy and they get to decide if they want to sit with us while we're talking about something or while we're crying about something or while we're in an emotionally rough place. Right. That's a decision that they made. 
And instead of us apologizing as if it's all, you know, it's only within our control, what if we could express gratitude? What if instead of being guarded by saying, oh, I'm sorry, I wish we, you know, wish we hadn't talked about that, or I got too emotional or I'm embarrassed, right? What if we could say, wow, that was vulnerable and I'm grateful you held space? And of course, like all, none of this applies if you actually have a reason to apologize. And some of this is building in the self-examination moment, right? There's, there's first the decision point of, could I replace this sorry with a thank you? Sometimes the answer is no. <laughs> Sometimes you actually need to fucking apologize. And that's fine. I think there is plenty of room for a real apology, right? And I think what I would say there is just a little plug for my apology framework I use with my children, which I have a whole other podcast episode on, I think, right? I don't know. I'll go look for that. But I think I do. Where, you know, you first name, I'm sorry for whatever the specific thing is that you did, right? If you really need to give an apology, like, yes, I fucked up. I have something I need to apologize for. It's naming what you're sorry for. Step one, I'm sorry for blank specific thing. Step two, checking in on how the person's doing. Are you okay? Waiting for their answer, right? Step three, is there a way I can make it better? Right? Checking in to see if the person has something they need from you to make it better. If there's a way that you can make it right. And I realize that's, there are four steps. The first step is saying, I'm sorry. That's only step one. Step two is the specific for what, right? Step three, are you okay? Step four, how can I make it better? But that's if you actually need the apology, right? I think so many times we default to, I'm sorry. We default to, you know, this idea that we have placed burden on other people simply by existing. And having a shift from that into, wait, where instead of self-punishment, where instead of apology for existing, right, can I replace that with gratitude? Where can I recognize that like, yes, this person put energy and effort into me. What is the use in feeling shameful about that? What is the use in apologizing for that? We're often actually creating more work and more emotional labor for the other person when we apologize because they then have to feel like they have to make us feel better. What if instead we practiced gratitude and said, hold on, okay, I'm feeling, I'm noticing, right? And this is the tangible application of this. It's the next time you feel the impulse to say, I'm sorry, see if you can't stop yourself and say, okay, I want to say sorry right now. Do I actually owe this person an apology? Did I do something wrong? Did I harm them in some way? You know, is there, is there an actual apology warranted or could I feasibly replace this with a thank you for their time, for their effort, for their energy, for something tangible that they're giving to me, for their patience, for their kindness, right? Could I express gratitude instead and sort of scratch the same itch, get the same thing across, right? Is this a moment where I am feeling like I am burdensome for having a need met? Did I just have a need met here? And could I instead express gratitude? And see if that shit does not transform your entire fucking life. I really, really think that it will. It makes a big difference. And if you are an over-apologizer at the scale that I am or that I used to be, I think it's, it's gotten a lot better for me over the years. This is something I've been practicing for a long time. 
But if you over-apologize at the scale that I have over-apologized in my life, and if you can implement this even like 20% of the time, holy shit, it will change your life. I promise. So try this out, truly. If this is something that, you know, you've never thought to try before at all, if this is something where you've kind of replaced the, replaced the sorry with a thank you as a habit, but never really thought of it as this mindset shift from, you know, thinking of yourself as a burden into expressing sort of this radical gratitude, try it and let me know how it works for you. I really want to know. I mean it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson. And I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty bad. Or you can send a good old fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.